Oh, CM Punk. <laughs> there's, there's a, he was a <laughs> random wrestler speaking who, who of, likes nerdy shit. Speaking of nothing related like, to that. <laughs> you, got a, you got a hard cut there, right? <laughs> Gentlemen, I, I'm not going to say I'm heavily medicated right now. But, but yeah, that, The macho man Randy Stavage. Yeah, you you know see, that? he used to do the elbow drop oh, yeah, from brother. the top rope, and then he got the pin Dude. for the one, two, three, oh. and he took the belt. Oh, you guys okay. re recall we were talking about ten minutes ago, right? Anyway. <laughs> I have oh something to add to that. Any Anytime someone mentions Macho Man Randy Savage, I just remember the um, Weird Al with one where he was with Weird Al Yankovic, and it was the hamster. <laughs> the scene where he was talking about who was going to elbow drop the hamster. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking <laughs> you guys, about. I have no. not seen that. No. It is so strange. You know, youth on drugs is a problem these days. Are you sure, Gavin? <laughs> yes, it is. Probably it's, getting them from you. I <laughs> was going to say. I don't know why you would say that. Something that was broadcast out to where the police could listen. <laughs> yeah, I'm the cool one. What the fuck? <laughs> what do you need, Brad? <laughs> Which one of you has yeah, more you drugs? Make <laughs> pop the trunk. Uh, uh, the pill category. Although the victor of the competition was eventually decided, it was not before they were all their uh, drugs were seized and they were quickly put under arrest. <laughs> I mean, my FUD cabinet could use some pills, so I mean, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> I mean, he goes by Father Becker on the podcast. We just call him Big Daddy outside. <laughs> Are you guys trying to see who can come up with the most felonies on air? <laughs> oh, look, Captain Obvious just showed up. <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> yeah. I think you should put the CM Punk reference just in the middle of something else. Just right. Right in the scratch. Middle of an episode. Oh, CM Punk. <laughs> scratch. And as Roddy lays down dying, he looks to the sky. CM Punk! What? 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 <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Oh, I got for, the giggles. First, first glimpse <laughs> of your god, uh, air and and fire. It's CM Punk. <laughs> what? You get to heaven. It's like, oh, here are the gods of earth, wind, and fire. It's literally earth, wind, and fire. Do you remember? By the way, if earth, wind, and fire would like to sponsor our podcast, well, Dokken wants to. These guys are great. <laughs> There's no one we will not chill for. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventurersvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open the Adventurer's Vault. All right, welcome back, Vault Dwellers. If you guys remember, you guys woke up there in the town of Helmsworth, and um, something seemed different. Like, maybe everything. Mostly the townsfolk that were there. All that, of them. That weren't there. But now they're there. Now, as you look around at the now bustling city of Helmfirth, uh, uh, you know, you look in amazement and you hear a nearby, nearby voice. Beautiful, isn't it? Shame what happens to it. Wish I lived long enough to see it restored, but we all know I died before it happens. Go on. Who, who, who the fuck is talking? Saying this? Huh? And, <laughs> looking around. And you do, you look around and off to the side you see a, a very old dwarf with an impressively long white beard. Uh, 
Uh, Who the fuck are you? Are you two a deer? How the fuck do you know him? As you what? guessed. <laughs> His name? As you guessed. Hope you understand. It, it's just easier this way. Easier? Much, much easier if you make it to the source now than then. Becca, what the fuck did you do? It, it, it wasn't me, although I did try to commune with this fellow last they night. What did you do? Well, I mentioned it. Uh -huh. <laughs> he admits it. I specifically told you. Hold him down. Hang the visual links. Now, wait a minute. Oh my gosh, my head hurts so much. Not from the slaps from going to head. <laughs> it's can. It's always the legs you get pummeled in. That's that's the rule. If you get held down, it's the legs. Jolly horse. Here you go. Oh, I drank so much last night. I. So now, uh, so is this a vision that that you are uh, giving us? Um, well, the, all four of you see him. Yeah. Is he just floating in the air? In no, no, he's just hanging out. I mean, it seems like a normal day. Or everybody's going about their business. Ryan walks up and pokes him. Um, he kind of reaches out and right. You know, okay. Pokes okay. Sorry, this kind of stuff happens. So, mm. did you introduce frequently? <laughs> Did, did you cause this, or, or is this something from? Did Immerin provide? This? Definitely don't think I caused this. I. Uh, well, you sounded like that I knew was, it. Sounded like this was awfully intentional. Probably, it was intentional, but not by me. Maybe by me. Did oh. I intend it? Well, oh, good. Well, so sorry if we're if we're a bit confused and a bit um, apprehensive on the subject a little bit. Because if I had a silver coin for every time we have magically traveled back in time, it, I would have two. You'd have two. Which, <laughs> which, is which isn't not a lot. It's not a lot. But it's a lot more than I should. For this campaign, yeah. that's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Most people have none. So, yeah. you know. It's not a lot. We but it's weird that it happened We normally twice. don't have two coins to rub together. <laughs> no. no. It's funny that. There's startling lack of... Maybe there's more treasure in the past. We should... We should look for that. <laughs> so, would, would you believe us if we told you this was the second time we've, well, come back in time? Did you know about that one? I didn't. I know. I did know. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Ah. You don't know yet. Precisely, yes. No, I would know if I was there. If I wasn't there, I would also know. Right, he's like two seconds away from holding him down and yelling for a sure hand to get his legs. <laughs> well, at least that means you'll let me up off the ground, so fine. Oh, he is a daffy busted, isn't he? Um, so, you've sent us back because it's going to be easier to obtain what we need in the past than it will be in the future. I didn't send you back as much as you were already here. The times, the places, they're, they're, they're all one and the same. Time only seems like a, a line because that's how you experience it. It's all in our eyes how you see. This is this is where I die. These points are connected. It's why you are here now and then. So you just moved the position on the track, but not the track. The track was always here, and so was I. Oh, Fashirian is making more sense of this than I am. I'm Roddy straight is just, out of here. It's just rubbing his forehead like, fucking fuck. <laughs> Are you, are you truly do a deer, or are you someone taking his form? No, I am he. That is what someone impersonating him would say. Hold him down! Get him! <laughs> I have to ask, in the future, how did you come about this? And I'll hold up my holy symbol and I'll pull out the book that you'll give to a traveler. Oh, the same way you did. Somebody gave it to me. In yes. many ways, that's where my life began. That's how most objects happen to be well, in possession. Yes, but, the, but the who is important. 
Who gave you these? Oh, it was long held by the dwarves. It's only recently passed to the humans. Do they, do they still in this time worship him? Hmm. It's been a long time since the dwarves worshipped him, I think. They moved on so long ago, but there was always a connection. The dwarves were his people in a way. In the future, do you know the name of the person to whom you'll pass this on? Uh, not the name, only the face. Was he a, was he a man, a, a true man of faith? No, he was you. Well, right, but someone possessed it before me. A charlatan and a liar. <laughs> <laughs> just a real piece of shit. He was a real profligate. I just a, a bastard. Can't, I can't really argue with that. <laughs> pretty, pretty dead on. I only know that his time was meant to be short. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite brief if Whoa. the story holds at, up. At, at the end, he was shortened quite a bit by that beam that crashed his, <laughs> his skull. We're joking, like multiple sit. vertebrae yeah, just like squished. Very compressed. Yours won't be much longer. Wait, what? He was like, <laughs> as you could say, it really halved his lifetime. Like a slinky that could just like smash down. Yeah, it was like, a horrible boing. memory. I really appreciate it. Don't bring that back. The, so. the real character you're meant to play will be here soon. <laughs> what? It's like if you step on an accordion. <laughs> I thought you were he, but I don't know. I only can see what happens while I'm here. So what we must um, obtain, you can help us with that? You can point us in the right direction or, or take us there? I, I, can't, I can't take you there. I can't go with. can't really leave this spot, not since after I died. I'm only here now because I was here then and now. Both places at the right time or both times at the right place. Well, you were at other places. <laughs> you <right>? know, <laughs> it'll make your beard go white if you try to sort it all out. He kind of gestures at his I'm long white beard. clean shaven, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Appropriate. The, the source, it's, it's in the Old Valley. It's in the Old Valley? That's, well, that's as close as the Dwarven translation goes. Well, wouldn't so it be a younger valley now? It, it, no, it's always been old. Is there more than one valley? I, I assume there are many valleys in the world, but oh, but around here, um, there is only one that matters. No, oh. no, it's fine. He, you're gonna take us there, well, right? It's really important we get there. I can't, can't go, us. but I can tell you the way. Well, do you know the way? So it's it's hidden in a valley, but not in a dwarven fortress or or someplace where it would be protected. The dwarven fortress is to protect the valley. Oh, so do we have to go through the dwarven city and fortress in order to get to the valley? Through Velociraptor Valley, in fact. <laughs> oh, sweet Velociraptor Valley. Go into the long grass, everybody. <laughs> you do. That's why you're here now. It's easier now. What will we find in the valley? What, what, the source. You should find the source. What is there to, and us the Velociraptors. What is there to protect it besides the Velociraptors? Oh, the T-Rexes. There's also the Spinosaurus. <laughs> and then there's the... Also, don't forget the Pterodactyls. The Flying Piranha, in fact. Well, there are there are many defenses, but it is hidden and protected by the dwarves, though most of them have forgotten it. Can you help us and, and tell us how we can get past these um, these protections? Well, this time, that's why you're here. You're here because you it's can easier. you can just walk. The doors to Nagas are open. I mean, once we reach the valley itself, in order to obtain it, you just walk there. Oh, that seems too easy. If I ever find, like, a priest in my religion and they're this fucking vague, I'm going to take them out. <laughs> Inside the fortress or anywhere 
anywhere nearby. Are there any temples or sources of information about Emerin? The, well, the source is the information. I, I know. Does the source have information about the other, other avatars? You will know more with the source. Question. What was, what was the actual name that he gave? That, um, the tiefling, uh, in the Church of Asmodeus that we met, who talked in riddles. What was that tiefling's name? Yeah, did he give a name? Uh, I don't think he ever gave you his name, but that was the regent. Yeah, the regent. You ever met anyone named the regent? I feel like you would get along smashingly. The, oh, the Asmodian? Never, yes, never the met, same. never met. Clever, though. Clever, oh, though, those Asmodians. You should really sit down together. No, no one would have any idea what was going on. Saved the realm, they did. Yes. Clever magic, that pact. I but agree. temporary, as they knew. Oh. It was not built to last. What? Only give enough time for these energies to reform. Without the primal energies, the realm is unstable. Oh, and that's he, good to know. He, I would have led with that, to be honest with you. <laughs> wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How did you get to that piece of information by making jokes about him <laughs> what? being addled? What? Well, Suddenly... That, that was not entirely in jest. Listen, um, do, do my dime or whatever. <laughs> That's called fucking burying the lead. <laughs> you know, it's it's failing even now. Oh my even god! Now, what? We, time is breaking down. Uh, is it failing now, or is it failing example. then, or yes. was it? Did it's, it just fail when? It's just then? Been, in a way, it's always been failing. It oh. was never meant to last. But the four points of light your mantles are at the center of time. It moves around you. It's how you can be both here and now, and be there and then. But things get worse. The fabric of this realm will eventually unravel, much like me, unless you can reunite the sources and stabilize those primal energies. Oh, you're a bit of a downer, you know that, right? Right. Uh, so, the source, will it come back with us? It will be where you are. Once we're reunited with it? If it's in both places, it can be in more than one place. So, if we reignite it here in the now, it'll be there later. Here and later will be the same. I mean, duh. My fucking head. Here, I hand okay. you, I you uh, some water and an analgesia. I don't think there's any point in making any what sense. What do I need the water okay, for? So we both are and aren't here. All right, this is. Hmm. Right. So you know, you know a lot of weird shit nobody else seems to know. I probably had the mantle the longest. It seems most I... were just temporary and short, but I held it for much of my life. So you yeah, really bogarted that for a bit, didn't you? <laughs> you you held the mantle of Emerin? I I do, I did. And it can be just passed along? Mm. Can you choose who gets it? I I did not choose. In many ways, it's not the mantle choosing to go somewhere, it's the person choosing to find the mantle. What can you tell us about the status of, of Emerin now, as well as later? Emerin, Emerin, that's who he was, not who he is. Or is he the same as he was? Does he go by a different name then now? He goes by no name. It's only the name that people give to him. But the energies are the same. But can anything be made the same twice? Not yet ready. Probably, is it, yes. Is he... It's called fabrication. I'm too bad by the machinery. Uh, it is the only name that I've ever known, but I suppose you can call him whatever you'd like. He is. The name is 
Just a name. Do you know anything about the other problems? I know, I, I know they exist. I know their sources exist in the realm. Do you know where they are? I do not. My mission was only to guard the one. Do you, you know, know anything about Raja? She is the primal goddess of, of the sea. If goddess is the right term, but the water, the, the sea, the oceans, the, the rivers, the lakes, the ponds, the streams. That's all Eurasia. They, they are her, and she is them. Much the way that Emerin is the, is the rock, is the earth. Without them, there is no realm. They, they, they are those, those energies. That, that physical manifestation of those energies is what the realm has become. Without the, without the focus, without the, the, the forms, this realm isn't here. That's what the pact is doing, holding, holding it together, and. and, and until it can't, it can't any longer. Roddy thinks about that and then runs toward the water, and then keep going. Okay. Well, what what's about Lashembra then? We'll just go down the list. What 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 about Lashembra? Well, what do you know about them? Uh, he is the the primal of of fire. He 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 he. If it is indeed a he, the stories they switch back and forth, but so it's. It's the fire, the heat, and the, the the core of the earth. It's it's everything. Without the without the warmth, without the the giving light, without uh, all of this to to make other things grow, there is no there is no power. There there are no plants to grow on Emerin's soil. There there is no there there is no uh, oceans. The, the, the creatures of the oceans they they need the warmth as well, and, and the the even the air, the winds. Without the heat, the winds they they stop. It all, it all works together. You said you don't know the locations of the other primal sources. Do you know anyone who does? Do you know anyone else who might bear the mantles now in the before as opposed to later? I only know what I know when I was. And I know it all at once and separate at the same time. But none of the other bearers of the mantle came to me. I think... They were kept separate for a reason. Or maybe... Maybe the reason was because they were separate. But it sounds like it's becoming more and more important. You keep giving examples of the interrelatedness of the primals. How the... the they all work together to a certain extent to produce life and, on this earth. They are all four needed. They're all four necessary. Without the four sets of these energies combined together then this realm will, will fade away. The, Go ahead. the four of them, they're all required for one another. You can't have one without the other three and vice versa, but they're all their own separate thing. They're not necessary. It's They all have to work together and kind of become one thing to hold everything together, but they're their own separate thing. As they were before, yes. They were they were one and they were four. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so the energies, the dark energies that are gathering, uh, do you know about them? I only know of the darkness. It is a mystery to me how they managed to defeat the primals and separate them to begin with, but there, there, there is a darkness. There's, there's an enemy. Nearly succeeded. In the later last night, for me, I had three visions. I had visions of a, a large door 
bronze or, or maybe a brass door, something metallic with a dark luster. Do you know anything about such a location? The door was closing. Yes, the doors will close. What, the, what are the doors to? The doors to Nagost. So those are the front gates of Nagost. Okay. They are. Okay. They will close, and then you can't get in. That's why you need to be here now. Let's see. When do they close? Well, b- before the Dark War. All right, well, that narrows that down to about five years from now. Well, you got a little more than five years, but... I had a vision also of large rocks, of boulders floating in the air, actually more being pushed by wind. Um, is this something that might be found in the valley? These are not visions. These are memories. Huh. You, you are only here now and where you were because that's how you see it. But when you have the mantle, you are in all places at once. So all of your life is connected. And for as long as you hold that mantle, you can experience it all whenever you wish. I see. And so you were seeing memories of the past or the future because you are there now and here now. Interesting. And so the the jungle where there are creatures, are those are those the primeval creatures of, of that, that were, I don't know if beloved is the right word, but um, that, that, uh, that Emeron is connected with? The true children of Emeron, yes. Where's this jungle where they can be found? It is, it's hidden on the other side of the, of Nagost, in the Old Valley. Okay, in the Old Valley. Ah, yes. Have I mentioned the Old Valley? We used to go there all the time. Are are they creatures of, of great size? Do they shake the earth whenever they walk? Are they some? Yes. They reptilian they're, in nature, maybe with some feathers, or perhaps on some of them. They're they're creatures as ancient as time, and a place where time has not passed. Some sort of land before time. <laughs> well, that's fine. Those no, that, that's that's that's, that's copyright. That's, <laughs> damn it! This is intellectually distinct from land before time. <laughs> for legal reasons, this is different. <laughs> We represent, but are legally distinct from the lollipop. <laughs> Fuck, man. They're on, like, Land Before Time 16. They'll plug on our podcast at this point. <laughs> that's They're all, still straight to VHS. That's all good, because those, those, <laughs> those creatures are adorable. I mean, let's be honest. They're little pastel colorings. <laughs> A sponsored podcast for Land Before Time 17. Adventures in the Valley of the Dwarves. <laughs> so soon you must go. I die soon, you know. Yes, or later, or then, or before, whatever, really. It's so hard to keep track sometimes. I I agree. I say the same thing all the time. I believe for you, it doesn't doesn't matter when, because it happens at one point for everyone else, but because you no longer just have to see on that that linear time, it kind of loses the meaning of when it happens. Yeah? The dwarf kind of looks at you and gives you the, this guy gets it look. Um, yep. He's yes, cracked. Right. He's completely bonkers. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting it. You, yes, I am. I'm all. I am everywhere at once while I was alive. That's why I'm still here because this is where I died. Do you think you'll find peace at some point? Well, I'm not looking for it. I already found it. So you must go soon. Soon there is little time, even I, though there is much time. I guess so. 
Halfway through that conversation, Roddy walked down to the beach <laughs> or the dock or whatever. Like he kneels down next to the water and like he just starts spanking it. Really? <laughs> it's just who's your avatar? There's, who's your avatar? There's dwarves everywhere. They're like, what the hell, man? Hiding like the eyes of the kids. But like he looks kind of hesitant and then he puts his hand in the water, and he just tries to expound all that out. But it, it's a message. Are you there? And he's not trying to reach Raja. He's trying to reach whoever the avatar is right now. So, like, there's a moment where, you know, when you reach down to the water, it's just very calming for you. You know, yeah. water's always kind of been uh, Roddy's thing. So yeah, you I'm just, a water sign. You, yeah, you just have that very <laughs> relaxing moment, especially as you're just trying to let go and, and see what you can see. And after a moment, your vision kind of wanders off, and you realize that you're on a ship. Uh, it's not a big ship, it's a small ship, but it, it's sailing very slowly. And your vision kind of looks up and you see that most of the sails are off. There's just uh, two small sails that are on. And you look over and you see a coastline. And as you do, you know, the ship is very close to the, the coast. But you see people on the other side. And after a moment, you notice that you are looking at elves. And you are seeing several elves. Actually, there's a couple of them down by the shore, uh, including uh, a, a male and a female elf and two small boy elves that appear to be playing in the water and the the vision looks at them for a while from that point of view watches them uh as the ship sails past and once it gets kind of far enough down the coast that it can't see them anymore looks front and then you kind of return to yourself again no 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 i could see i could see them just like clenches his fist and like punches the water one time and then stands up. You never give me fucking anything I can use. And just walks back to the others. Um, so like you turn around to to walk away and like I said, you're down by the water. This is mm -hmm. a fairly windy spot, so it, it's really choppy. And as you turn around, like a wave slaps up against the side and doesn't quite drench you, mm -hmm. but splashes you with quite a bit. Of, of water and you you feel a pull it's not like a physical pull but yeah. you 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 feel the water pulling you towards it confused Roddy leans back and like turns around I'm sorry uh, baby I don't <laughs> and then a swordfish swordfish right through the chest <laughs> <laughs> slap me will you motherfucker <laughs> that's how that goes <laughs> It's like that scene in uh, Deep Blue where like the shark just jumps out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you notice that like the, the wind has really picked up suddenly. Mm -hmm. And well, the water's gone from choppy to um, you know downright volatile, actually. The point where the ships that are anchored out there, you can you can hear people rushing to uh, you know to, to stow things and then make sure the ship is is doing fine um, as the wind really spinning them around on their their anchors. Yeah. It's like stop getting stop getting angry. They didn't do anything. It, it's not you. It's me. And like he just Roddy tries to like just breathe, like close his eyes and just he tries to calm down. Um, and it takes a moment, but as you do, the winds start to calm down, um, and they they start to to fade, and you kind of get this moment where. Your you that connection like when you were touching the water you kind of start to to feel that and out in the bay you can you suddenly sense things 
that you didn't sense before. Um, like, for example, you know that there actually is a shark in the bay. It's a little ways out. It's a not a vicious shark, but there is a a uh, something like a nurse shark out mm-hmm. there that is currently it's hunting. It, it, it's okay. It'll be fine. There's no need to close the beaches for the July Fourth <laughs> holiday. Hey, <laughs> kids, go swim over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but suddenly, like you do, see other sea creatures um, as well. Small, large, different fish. Um, you know, even crabs and and uh, oysters. You know, you you start to kind of you sense them. They're there. You know, they're there. I summon the kraken. <laughs> <laughs> Crab walks out. All right, to start. <laughs> you do not have good relations with crabs. You do not. I very distinctly remember you yelling at a crab because he pro- he improperly delivered a message to you. Okay? Oi, Roddy, it's me, your spirit god, Bumbleclot. <laughs> Chomp. <laughs> Just more confused than ever. Like he starts to turn around and looks up down the street, or there's some kids playing. And then his brother's looking at him. Uh, so, Father Becker, you are still hanging out with Dorodir as well as uh, Haytham and Ashirian. Um, and he, for lack of a better phrase, is fading. He's still there. You still see him. But you can tell that he his focus is no longer as much there. He seems to do a lot more just staring off into the distance. Time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. Um be careful not to say that too loud around that jewel if you'll have something to say about that I am trying to think of what other questions I should ask him you should go soon you should go soon just go through the doors the bombs will fall soon we will and they'll allow us passage the doors are open go to the main hall find the door no one else can see you'll pass through just fine do you have any um, any advice for how we get past the original children the favored children of Imran in the valley? Quickly. Quickly. I see. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Man's got an answer for everything, doesn't he? <laughs> that is such a Grandpa Southern thing to say. I love that. Thank you. It's like, if I'd lived long enough, I'd know if you succeeded, but alas, I died right here long ago, and yet years from now... And I bet you die there. You know, knowing all this fractures the mind a bit. It's a hard thing to see and to live with. I, I can imagine it is. Um, for what it's worth, thank you. Thank you for your time serving as the mantle, and and thank you for delivering this message to us. And he actually doesn't respond to you. At this point, he's kind of looking off in the distance. You don't know if he didn't hear you or if he chose not to respond, but he's just kind of... Sun's going down, big t- guy. Time to go. We need to find Roddy and get out of here. I'm there. Hey, Roddy's oh, here, so um, uh, let us fill you in. Between quiet. when you left and now, he said some incomprehensible stuff. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> real healthy. Yeah, whatever. What, is, what are we doing? Uh, we have to go through the Valley of the Dinosaurs. Right. Let's go. Off we go. Off we go. Okay. Careful. What's a dinosaur? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, actually, a good he, he actually didn't use the term, did he? He did not. Oh, sorry. So I take that back. We have to go through the Valley of the Favored Children of Emory. Right. Well, that's you, isn't it? Your What's favorite a fa- child of What's a favorite children of Well, he said they're gigantic, terrifying lizards. Oh. Man-eaters. Oh, so not you. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, is this where the lizard, uh, lizard on a stick is coming from that you've been talking about? You know, I, I'm starting to feel bad about eating all those now. <laughs> if they can somehow sense it, I'm screwed. I'm I hope, fucked. I hope you're hungry. Yeah. Actually, though, a giant one. 
<laughs> well, I for Thunder one, am, I for one am excited to catalog a new life form. They're excited to catalog you. I think they might. Actually, hate them. Uh, if, if for some reason you were reluctant, oh my god, what the best way to convince you to go? <laughs> they are creatures that have not been seen on this planet in millennia or like a hundred years. <laughs> I mean, it must be a terrifying long time. Maybe two hundred years. Good lord. I know. The mind, the mind wonders. <laughs> Maybe the legs could do the walking, though. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep moving. Apparently, um, there's some urgency to this. Well, the front door to Nagost is easy to find. There's actually a well-made road that goes from Helmfirth into the mountains. It narrows a bit at times, but built, it is built for well-laden carts. The road is well-traveled, and you find a number of travelers heading either direction as you go towards the gates. After several miles of twists and turns, you find yourself looking at two round, robust doors uh, built into the side of a mountain. Guards can be seen looking casually around, and uh, there are actually kind of towers carved up and up above. You see these, uh, down below them, you see two massive adamantine doors flung wide open. They're tall enough for a giant to walk through and probably wide enough for a dozen carts. There's a handful of guards that mill around the doors, and you see dozens of dwarves wander in and out. Uh, you notice off the side there's a few short paths that lead to garden areas, and other than that, no one seems to pay you much mind. Most faces are friendly, and they offer waves and nods of politeness. Are those the doors from my vision? They are. Um, oh, I didn't you were pick up adamantine. You were looking up from the other side, but now that you get a closer look, that's obviously adamantine. So the coloration of the light uh, made it look like... Uh, Roddy, like, taps on with his knuckles and whistles, like, you know what the value of these things is? I mean... Oh, 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 at least five goblins. There, there are kingdoms that can be paid for. <laughs> with that. At Immeasurable. And, and they're thick. They're, it's yeah. not a thin adamantine. I mean, they, these doors are probably six inches thick at the thinnest oh points. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> this could buy navies. You know, Just probably <laughs> two of them. Gentlemen, I know. Are you being an asshole? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's all right. I know who he gets that from. Yeah, Father well. Becker's trying to figure out a way to steal the doors. I've got a lot going I could, on. We'd have to have a bunch of carts together, and it would have to be the dead of the night. Yeah. Oh, hey, what's And a big on? hammer to, like, knock the hinges out We'd place. also have to have a, a storm giant to be able to pick up these things. So. <laughs> yeah. Was a storm giant? Oh, well, I mean, I, I know a guy. Yeah, I know a guy. He's not cheap. He's a storm giant, so it's, <laughs> you know, it's just feeding him is... We can, we, can give him a, we can give him a cut of the share, and then, you know, just like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's, a, that's a whole other battle. You want to knock off a storm giant? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, what happened to that storm giant? We gacked him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, room in a big well, if we can screw with the, the time screen, we can do whatever we want. We can go back to Baby Storm Giant and just... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lord. Who, who knew Asherian would go so dark? Yeah, huh? I, can't, I can't imagine. Uh, hello, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Kevin, you're supposed to be role-playing. Not, not... Standing over Baby Gil Gilgamark just stretching. He's like... <sighs> All right. Maximum effort. <laughs> come, come on, Voldemort. Pathetic. Come on, Voldemort. Just throw the baby out the window for crying out loud. Um, Glock I think 40... he just called you Voldemort. <laughs> Glock 45 will handle it, man. Don't worry about these spells. So I, I do say to to, um, to my companions, you know, I know time is of the essence, but can you imagine the workmanship of, of the weapons and armor that would be available in this place? 
I mean, if, if we it, could afford them, if we had time, it would be. They could have found, outfitted every soldier that went to Faradin with a sword made of this stuff. And, had and, they given a shit. And indeed, like the guards that are there, like they got some good shit. There's not a lot of them, but it's it's impressive armor. What mm -hmm. I wouldn't what I wouldn't do for a, a dwarven made from this era, a dwarven made warhammer. I could transfer the runes back onto it, and um, oh boy! I mean, you ain't wrong. Uh, that said, we have to move. We can't be thinking of things like that and unless that, the, unless we walk into a shop. Uh, and buy with what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my point. <laughs> Maybe they will sell us one for a gold piece each. You guys think that's likely? Probably not. I guess. Right? They're like gold. You mean like the mints? Yeah. <laughs> we trade Ned. That's trade. fair. It is. It is a dwarven society. They're like gold. What, like mints? Yeah. If, if your breath's bad, you just pop a gold piece in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> freshens oh. it right up. Yeah, we deal in steel and adamantine coins here, son. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so abundant. It, we use it for really anything. Welcome mm -hmm. to uh, the three shells are made of gold. <laughs> Demolition man reference. I like it. <laughs> when you done, you just throw the gold away. Mm. It's worthless. <laughs> it's like gold pressed latinum. Hmm. Worthless, very valuable Latinum. Yeah, very like as as gold. suspicious as we probably already look, we like head on in. Suspicious um, whistling along the way, <laughs> and honestly, nobody actually pays you much mind. The guards see you; they kind of look you over and and move on. And indeed, actually, if you wait long enough, you'll see you're not the only humans here. They're mostly dwarves, <clears throat> but there are some humans <clears throat> and, and one elf. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> um, out of curiosity, does anybody give a second look at my um? Uh, the shield or the holy symbol around my neck that bears um, Maybe a few glances, but nobody seems to make a fuss about it or anything. Honestly, most everybody's just kind of going about their business. I mean, everybody's doing the polite way, but nobody's really paying a whole lot. They all got shit to do. Yes, okay. hello, praise Emeryn. Praise Emeryn, yes, hello, how are you? Yeah, yeah, it's yes, just like yes. Jojo Robert. Oh, hello, praise Emeryn. Praise Emeryn. Praise yes, Emeryn. yes, praise Emeryn. Dig, diggy hole, yes. <laughs> uh, ale, ale, Scottish accent, ale. Uh, gold fever, apparently. Potatoes. Uh, <laughs> Let me take a crack at it. <laughs> can't do it, can you? Oh, my lady. Well, I'm in the valley of the giant lizard things. Scottish, Scottish diggy hole. I've always felt that if. <laughs> I didn't know you were also a scholar of Dwarvish. Oh my god, am I nailing it? Oh, 100%. I was being racist. What, what have you done with Roddy, you Dwarven bastard? He, he was insulting. You've replaced him. Insulting dwarves and the Scots at the same like, time. He just like pulled what? the jacket open and it's just two dwarves, one on the other one's shoulder. Oh, I got around, Linus. I got another tale to tell. When he started wearing that trench coat, I started suspecting there were two dwarves inside of him, but I didn't want to say anything. It's time for my real, real backstory. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, it's happening again. Oh, no. Jesus. No. Every time there's a time jump, some other <laughs> fucked up shit happens and he Let's becomes somebody do else. the time warp again. I think if, uh, if if dwarves have to be Scottish, I think that elves should be French. I, uh, for no reason. <laughs> Bonjour, ça va? For no reason, I would feel better if dwarves were more Irish. I am. Mm -hmm. oh, would, oh, would you know, eh? <laughs> yeah, but just a wee bit. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, you guys had an Proceed inside. This would, it would have been great if Roddy had died for this arc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, inside the doors is a wide staircase dropping down into the main hall of Nagos. With light filling the room from cleverly placed skylights, you see the main hall in all of its glory. 
almost impossibly large, over 100 feet tall, 500 feet wide, and long enough you're not certain if you can see the end. Each carved wall section is built and adorned so expertly that they're more works of art than structure. Countless hallways lead off from the main hall, uh, each hall leading somewhere deeper into the Dwarven Kingdom. Some hallways have closed doors, some are propped open, and a few are even guarded. Otherwise, countless dwarves and a smattering of other races move about the main hall. This place is amazing. Would you, would you look at it? I mean, what it would have taken to craft <coughs> sculptures of, of that size and nature. I mean, because this doesn't look like it's a natural... Does it look like it's a natural hall? No, this hall has all been made. Carved out just the sheer amount of time to remove the rock. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can tell it wasn't a natural feature. Brady's unnerved. And, and indeed, it probably does. Going underground like this, probably a little unnerving for you, where uh, Father Becker, it's the opposite. You you just feel almost at home. No, it's it's fine. I mean, there's a stress fracture right there that will eventually cause it to collapse, but that'll be <laughs> perhaps a thousand years in the future. There's very, very little chance it would come tumbling down on us what, right what, now. What kind of chance are we talking about? Well, I mean, it's it's probably below 5%. I mean... <laughs> That's still a percent. No, it's, uh, the dwarves will fix it, I'm sure. Could we die in the past? Yeah, everyone would obviously be killed horribly if that were the case. Yeah. Uh, uh, whatever happens, happens. Probably worse right here. You notice all the people walking around kind of make a rhythmic thing? That's got to be loosening it. It's yeah, awfully seismic, aren't they? Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. You know, I'll bet you I could make a heck of an earthquake in here. I hope, I, you, I hope you all drown one day. <laughs> Uh, uh, so there you are. What are you going to do? I'm uh, will proceed through just kind of wandering around, uh, gazing around in awe at the splendor, but also looking for the door that others cannot see. Um, so, like, in the main hall, there's actually stuff in the main hall, too. Like, there's, like, maybe pieces of artwork and different stones. It, it's almost like a museum as much as anything, but it's huge. So the people are kind of all wandering everywhere. As far as doors go, you can find plenty of doors. There are lots and lots and lots and lots of doors. Bloody hell. How are we going to find a door nobody else can see? If they can't see it... You there. You there. That door right there. Can you see that door? Uh, so like a dwarf wanders by and he's like, Hey, 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 dwarf. Yes, yes. In like, dwar dwar in dwarvish. Dwar first say. time here, hey? Uh, yes, I... <laughs> right, yes. That door right there. Can you see that door? Yes, or not? yes. Excellent. That's one down. Oh, you're looking for doors. Twice. We have many doors. 299 and one. Ah, right. Hey, can you tell and me about the one? How, fo <laughs> how folksy. <laughs> that is oddly specific of a way to say 300. And he kind of looks at you and he's like, well, I can tell you that there are 299 and one, just like the just like the rhyme. The rhyme? Oh, hmm. man. Like, oh, secret tunnel. I don't remember. How, I remember the first bit pretty well, but I don't remember the last part. Could you tell us the rhyme? I just loved so it. I he, love hearing it. He says in, in Dwarvish, Nogos Kazik Kazak Unak, which is House of Stone and Many Doors, you know. Uh, and then he says a little rhyme. It's almost like a nursery rhyme. It's 299 or one, 12 or none, one by the sun, two by the moon, the valley awaits in time. Oh, shit, it's a little sing-songy. It's like, except there's, and he kind of chuckles. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's the... Hey, since we don't speak gibberish, um, what does that mean? <laughs> So what? How did that go? 200, 299 or one, twelve or none. Oh. One, one by the sun, two by the moon. The valley awaits in time. And he's like, that we, we, it's the song they teach us growing it's, up because there's two hundred ninety nine doors in this room. Wait, it's, he's talking about a, he's not he's talking about an actual time, like twelve and one. 
You said, say that again? Because it's, it's, it's 12 or none? 299 or 1. 12 or, 12 or none. 12 or none, 2 by the sun. 1 by the sun, 2 by the moon. 1 by the sun, 2 by the moon. 3 if by sea, <laughs> 4 if by land. <laughs> like, so he just kind of shrugs. He's like, that's the rhyme they I, teach us, but I, there I, are what, 299 what, doors in this What room. time is it, friend? And he kind of looks over uh, around and looks back at you. I mean, it'd be hard to have a sundial underground. Now, so he says it? it's like, he goes, well, we're not, it, but what is it? Almost 11 o'clock. Now go ahead and give me perception checks. 30. 20. 16. Uh, Ronnie, you definitely got it. He looked over and like said, so there's, there's like different stones and works of art. And you saw him look specifically over at a couple of them and look back at you when you asked what the time was. He's like, yeah, it's a little before 11 o'clock. Can I figure out how he did that? Um, sure. Uh, so, just not too far away on the main floor, um, like I said, there's all these works of art scattered around, or what you think are works of art. Uh, you notice two large pieces kind of near the middle-ish of the room. Uh, there are large round wheels that lie on their side on spindles of stone. Uh, one is made of adamantine and one is made of mithril. <laughs> Jesus. They're about 10 feet across. Um, and you see that dwarves like frequently stop by these wheels and look at them, and some of them are even making note of something. Practical art. Uh, uh, just because we are tourists, um, godless tourists with money to spend, um, how do the, how do you tell the time there, friend? Well, the timepieces. Yeah, I, I understand. Obviously, right. The timepieces. I understand Lord. that your magics there are working well, but like, how did you read it? It's not magic. It's Shaft of sunlight. Yeah, he looks up and like there's skylights built in, and yeah. then you notice that there are actually there's two skylights kind of right above each of them. They're not actually straight above it, but you notice they're put in at an angle. So right now there is sunlight coming down on one of them. Okay, the adamantine one. Hmm. You, you know, friend, would you like? A, by the way, would you like a sip of whiskey? Pull out my flask. He kind of looks around. I'm dwarvish. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, would, so, whiskey so. is the name of my penis. Playing right, <laughs> <laughs> playing right into the stereotype, aren't you? Uh, well, you're not wrong. Uh, okay, thank you. My plan is uh, right on the nose. Ah, uh, oh, I didn't say no. <laughs> he's like, go on. But, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, everybody's friendly enough here, and he's friendly enough. But. Well, uh, yeah, so I, I, I offer him a, a taste of my whiskey so he can give us some advice. And uh, welcome to Nogos, he says. Yeah. He? Thank you. Um, uh, could you go over and, and point out exactly how you knew that time? Uh, could we walk over there? So is there, are there marks? Sure, I, that you, I, I have you, a moment. We're sorry to take up all your time. Again, tourist, godless and whatnot. Um, as you get closer, you can kind of get a better picture of these wheels. Uh, each wheel is divided into 12 sections with 12 subsections. So if you kind of look at it from the top, that's what you see. And then once again, far above, there are a pair of matching skylights. Um, one of them, currently the sunlight is coming down. Actually, sunlight's coming down through both of them. The other one, you notice it's not hitting the, the mithril one. It's off to the side. But the sunlight is hitting the adamantine one. Um, and then there's actually a, a piece of stone not really suspended in the air, but it's actually hanging down from the ceiling, and it casts a small shadow down on the adamantine uh, wheel, and you can see kind of what time it is. And so it sort of functions like a, like what we would traditionally think of as a clock. I mean, it's a sundial. It, it's just a, a fancy sundial. Um, and Haytham, like you never speak dwarvish, so you know the runes, but you can see that the shadow is not quite reaching eleven yet, but it's close. 
<laughs> that one means 11. I see that. This seems yeah. like some big brain, like, numbers kind of thing, so I'm out. Yeah, they go over 10. Uh, you might not be able to... <laughs> uh, okay, I've got the first four down. Sharon, why do you have six fingers on one hand? <laughs> Sorry, I grew up in Chernobyl. Oh, Did my you just Lord. notice that? <laughs> oh, it's very weird. I didn't know how else to bring it up. How does one really... I mean, it's rude to stare. I... Yes, that's why I averted my eyes. One in three Lorenzian children have six fingers because they are godless people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, they've been spurned by the gods. Uh, whoever's checking this thing out can give you another perception check. 23. 15. 27. Oh, yeah. Uh, Father Becker, you notice that like on the edge of the wheels, on the side, um, there are also markings there. I check those out. And with Aethem's help translating, you can very quickly realize that these are months and days. So you can spin the wheel to match the day, and then the sun sundial will be correct. So as the sun moves the wheel, so if somebody probably comes out here every morning and moves the wheel just a little bit to the current day, and that's what keeps the sundial accurate. So if we spin the day calendar, this society will collapse. <laughs> Move it by one. But to be fair, this <laughs> or or spin that, <laughs> spin that thing like a Beyblade. Spin the wheel, <laughs> Beyblade, Beyblade, let Let's it rip! rip. As, as oh much my as this God, thing you weebs can spin, <laughs> this is ten feet of adamantine, so it's probably weighs a you know more than a ton. It's going to be easier for us to get out of here <laughs> than the, the fucking than the doors. giant doors. Yeah, we're going to start with this and the mithril one. It's a wheel. Hopefully, we can just get upright and roll it. Um. So I'd like to look around. With it open to see. I want to look around the room, mm-hmm. and out of curiosity, is there any layout of doors or features or sculptures that might sort of compare physically to this sundial? Is it is the room itself? Is there a possibility that that some feature on the sundial at a specific time might match a feature in the room? I mean, that's possible, but nothing jumps out of you just by looking around. Okay. Could you read the, uh, the, the, the thing again? 299 or 1, 12 or none. 1 by the sun, 2 by the moon. Now, Rich, the sun is coming down on which one? The adamantine. But not the mithril one. Correct. Hey, friend, um, and I don't know if... I don't know if Roddy is smart enough to figure this out. Brad might be, but I don't, well, don't maybe. know if Roddy is. Yeah, you like, tell me. <laughs> um, so, okay, Brad postulates... That the mithril one is for nighttime. Uh, that yeah. uh, only moonshine will light up the mithril one. So this clock runs twenty four hours. So like Everclear, like moonshine. Yes, okay. yes. Um, does Rod? Do I? Am I with the twelve intelligence um, and no mechanical skills? Do I think Roddy might know that? I don't know. I'll let you guys work that out. Um, but I, I pos- that is what postulates. Oh, that's that makes sense. I noticed there's no shadow or, or uh, sunlight on the mithril uh, wheel. What is that used for? That's, that's for night. Oh, yeah? Does moonlight mm-hmm. come in? Or? Look at the big brain on Brad. The moonlight. Yes. <laughs> so, it, so I say just what Brad just said. So it's a 24-hour clock. Day and night. Got to keep time. Doors like to keep on schedule. Oh, yes. Industrious fellows, I see. By the way, who's the finest whiskey maker uh, in this place? Is it oh, McGinty's? Yeah, that would be Dougal McGinty. Oh, yeah? Small operation, right? Get the fuck out. Hoping to get larger. On God? 
<laughs> they may have to check that out. Who, uh, who's I, the, want, I want to talk to Dougal McGinty. Is he the originator? Is he the, the is it his his recipe? Maybe. Mm. We'll have to check that out if we've got I, a few minutes. I think we have at least fifty five minutes <laughs> before something I postulate. Do we um uh out of curiosity, who's the finest weapons maker in this uh in this uh, place? There's all them fighting words around here. Oh yeah? <laughs> oh god. Do you have a favorite? The uh, why it's crafty Davenport. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, have, I ain't do nothing. He's like, oh, I think the Mathis probably make the best, but uh, don't tell the Cambrigs. They'll. Uh, you getting all this? They'll. Uh, we can't. Said, That's enough to start a fight around here. We can't afford none of that. I just, I can dream, can't I? Oh. Hold it. If we steal it, we hide it in a certain place outside, it'll still be around in a hundred years, <laughs> and we get it for free, and nobody will know to chase us. Uh, right, because the math on Mithril and um, Adamantinum is like, yeah, <laughs> I think that works. I mean, we're not high enough level to actually possess it. But <laughs> and by like, right doing math, it's like in my brain. I'm sorry, I was thinking about... Right, I got an idea, but I think we gotta be here at noon. Um, yeah, sure. Um, actually, I, I have one other question along those lines. Who's the finest armorer in this place? Same thing. Uh, no, he comes up with some other names, and actually, he starts listing off a list, and he says, once again, those fighting words. You know what's well? You know what's great about that is if they actually start a fight, we'll see whose weapons and armor are better because <laughs> they'll be a victor eventually. And then, well, that happens at two o'clock every day anyway. Oh yeah, the great melee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a bell goes off and the doors all start beating. <laughs> shit out of each other. How many people want to kick some it's like, ass? It's like, for a minute, we're like, where'd all the humans go? Where'd all the visitors go? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the, the yeah, like, doors close. <laughs> the elevator music turns off, and it's like some death metal comes on. <laughs> So it's playing the soundtrack for Doom Eternal. Raw, right, let's fucking do it. <laughs> um, all right. So um, I'm gonna I, I keep. I should have. I tried to write the thing down and I didn't get it written down because I'm a terrible person. So do we think it's noon or do we think it's one o'clock? I. Because it said. Okay. So here's my theory. Okay. Um, twelve or none. So I'm thinking if we're at these things at twelve, and we put uh, you said the the wheels spin. They can be spun. They can be spun. But like I said, that's the way you match up the day. I'm I'm postulating that maybe we put like the wheel at one and the other the moon like the sun wheel at one and the moon wheel at two and maybe some shenanigans ensue. I, I feel like I'm like halfway there and and you're living on a prayer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Twelve or none, and then it says w one by the sun. And two, two by the moon. Two by the moon. And we know that the mithril is the moon one, and the adamantine one is the sun one. If it says twelve or one, it might be saying noon or midnight. No, it's twelve or none. Right, but if, if it's if it's twelve hours after the start, it's zero hours at midnight, and so therefore the none may refer to midnight. So it may be telling us you have two opportunities yeah. to do this. Um, it might be saying also that that also dictates. Which that you, the thing is visible twice a day. If, if for some reason that were a problem, it's visible at one o'clock, at in the daytime, and it's visible at two o'clock at night. But that doesn't line up with it being twelve or midnight. No, I'm not saying. Um, actually, I, I didn't say that correctly in terms of what I was thinking. That it, it has to do with the position, maybe in the room, 
or something like that. It's I don't know. Shake hey, hate them. Hey, give me a lore academia check. Yeah, oh, here we go. Use your skill, nerd. Yeah, yeah. Hatham, you should have had this solved like 10 minutes ago. So we don't know stuff. 29. God damn, Hatham. Uh, all of this is going on, it occurs to Hatham that in many ways, this is just a math problem. You have all the variables. You have all the factors. If you were looking for a specific time, you could do the math and figure out when that is. So, mm. so get it done or we'll beat you in the legs again. So <laughs> if you were looking for, you know, say one of them to be one o'clock and one of them to be two o'clock, you could figure out what day that would be on. Because you know how how it's divided. Hmm. So you're saying that the location of the door could be calculated any time of the day. You just go by what day it is. Well, I mean, he knows what the wheel looks like. He knows the positions. So he, you know, you can look at the dial and know essentially where it's going to be facing on any given day. So you know, on every day, you know exactly where that one is going to be facing. So over the course of a year, it's going to make a full circle. So the door might move. Well, and then the other, you know, then the mithril one has the same thing. So it's going to be turning slowly. So you can look and see if there's any given day where they intersect. Is there any day of the year where the one and the two are in the exact same spot, like pointing the exact same direction? Ethan, figure that out. <laughs> not not your character. You do that. 12, 12 or none. 12, one, two. It's, I think that makes a lot of sense. So at noon or midnight... Is there a location around the room on some day whenever the one and the two are pointed at the same spot? And you know what? He chose to come to us today. What if we assume it's today? Is there a... Hey, then does the math and it's 2.3 years from now. <laughs> well, get comfy. Oh, I mean, it's t today is marked out there, so you can clearly see the one and the two are pointing different directions. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's there right now. So you don't have to calculate that out. I mean, how many how many days in a dwarven year? Um, well, I mean, it's still basically three hundred sixty-five. Um, just Roddy and Hatham speak dwarvish. No. Oh, you are, no, right? I was just bullshitting. Oh, you don't actually yeah. speak dwarvish. Yeah, I okay. was just being racist. So it's just Hatham. Pretty much just me. <laughs> diggy diggy hold it. Um, give me another lore <laughs> academia check. Okay. I'm so drunk. I've been drinking all day. <laughs> I couldn't decide what ale to have with breakfast. Uh, 22. Haggis and such. Um, you suddenly remember that most of the world uses a 13-month system uh, that follows the moons. However, the dwarves don't. They use a 12-month system. Oh, so barbaric. Hmm. Don't like Drow use like a 13 base counting system or something? Something weird. They use an eight. Eight. eight okay. Spiders, yeah. Base eight. Hmm. What? So get one. rid of nine and ten as a number, a concept. And that's your math. And the dwarf told you there are 299 doors in this room. And honestly, if you guys look around, you probably won't count them, but what? you're like, that seems about right, actually. Spiders. What? Hmm. Drow, Drow are weird, man. One of these is the. One of these is day. One of these is month. I hope among our yeah. go ahead, our four listeners, there's somebody who's like, Jesus Christ, it's this, you dumb <laughs> bastards. <laughs> probably, probably. My money's on... Actually, I'm not going to say because I'll piss off the other three. 
My money is they're all smarter than I am. Fan club? You make any ideas? Well, one's a physician, one's right. a, an engineer. Um, yeah. A, yeah, all of our uh, real highbrow listeners uh -huh. who are... Like, uh, I figured it out as soon as I heard the... Uh, uh, 299 or one. That's, one, that's one, the part that's throwing me. One perhaps is the door that we're trying to find. Or okay, 12, the 299th day or the first day either will work. Or... What day of the year is it? Um, I'll, I'll give you that one. The 299 refers to the number of doors in the room. That's why he started this thing, is because you asked about the doors, and that's just kind of a, a thing they say. Is it the first month, the 12th day of the 12th year? I don't know. Um, I or mean, or is know, it just 12? Hey, you could pretty much math that out to see where they point if you have a guess. I don't really know. Ever. I, I, I don't have a guess. I feel like 12 12 is a thing. I see that. I'm going to write it down so I don't have to keep borrowing it. Okay. Meanwhile, Nashirian's head, it's just a saxophone solo cover of Fly Me to the Moon. <laughs> Fly Me to the Moon and let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Listeners, join in. In other words, baby. Hold my hand. So um, every time I hear that song, I think of the movie Hudson Hawk. Hmm. And definitely not Evan Gillian. Yeah. <laughs> Was it 299 or one or 299 and one? 299 or, or one. Okay. 12 or none. One by the sun, two by the moon. The valley awaits in time. It's definitely referring to a time. And don't overthink the 299 or one. Because there are 299 doors in this room. Or is there one? Ah, I've solved it. I roll initiative and attack the problem. <laughs> Fighter, no. <laughs> Fighter man. Fighter man. man. <laughs> Does whatever. Uh, is there a knot on the floor I can cut in half? A knot? Yeah. No. Oh, okay, I'm out. Oh, that was made by Master Gordian. <laughs> Can't believe he cut his handiwork. <laughs> Does anybody have a guess? Uh, hate them contest your guess. And... I, I, I'm going to toss one out. I'm going to say at noon, <clears throat> where will the one be pointing and where will the two on the moon be pointing? Well, right now you can see where they're pointing. Right. I mean, because the wheel doesn't move during the day. Right. The sun will move, right. but the the one and the two, like, they'll stay there until somebody changes the dial. Right. Where do I think the sun will be at one o'clock? Right about where the one is on the dial. Uh, what day of the week? What What day is it? Um, day? I mean, by the dwarvish calendar you're looking at, um, it is in the middle of July. And they have a different name for it. But. All right, there's 365 numbers on the wheel, correct? On the outside of the on wheel. On the outside are. of the wheel, okay. Because those represent the months and the days. Okay, and then on the inner wheel is, what, 12? Yep, it's basically a clock. You can just see the each hour is subdivided into 12 sections. So if you were to ask the dwarfs what time it was, they wouldn't say it's a quarter to one. Yeah. They would say it's 12.5 or something like that, which means that it's five twelfths after 12. So what, possibly, so each of these things has 365 days on them, right? Mm -hmm. On the outer ring, and there's 12 on the inside. Yep. One of them is dedicated to the sun. One of them is dedicated to the moon. What if we spun it where it was 12, the 12th day to one on the sun, and the 12th day by the two on the moon? And how many guards will we have to fight? 12th day of what month? Well, I said, Hatham's like, it's a math problem, so you just say it, and he can calculate and be like, oh, well, if you spin it here, then that's going to be pointing right there. Well, it's whatever month this is, I guess. So, six, seven? 
Well, that's what I mean. It, it's already pointing for today's date. Yeah. So if you want to change the date and be like, well, where will this be pointing on date X? Hatham can tell you. Yeah. You just have to do the math real quick. And it'll be like, well, it's pointing there. So I'm saying, if you guys find a guess, you might look and see where they line up or don't. 12, 12. Well, that, that keeps popping in my head. Um, do you want to calculate that one? Sure. All right. So you, you know, you, you do your math and... Because once again, everything is segmented basically into 12s, so it's really easy for you to just count around, and you can be like, okay, well, on 12-12, this dial is going to be pointing here, and that dial is going to be pointing there. And interestingly enough, the one and the two don't quite point the same direction, but they're getting real close. Hmm. How about on the 299th day of the of the 365? He said don't worry about the 299 so much. Oh, you're right. There, there's lots of the deal that that would... They're getting close. Two ninety nine would be back. Do, do they have a day zero? They do. Uh, twelve and zero. So if you look at it, the, on the Dwarvish calendar, the first and last day of the year is the same day. They don't have a first and last day. They have a day, and that is both the first and last day of the year. That one. So you uh, you do the calculation. You turn it around, and sure enough, the one on the adamantine wheel and the two on the moon wheel point the exact same direction. That's- Daffy duels with a year, day zero. God, it's obvious in hindsight. Well, if your calendar is stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Gregorian monks. <laughs> Looks over and like Ashir and write up cards out. Three. Uh, you do not have a three. Oh, no, the but, yeah, no, I know you got a three. Uh, okay, I'm calling you on this. All right, we're what? doing this right here. You do not have a three. I have you a three. Do, you do not. So do all we right? just walk in back and like? I think we should just leave. We'll go just to the go on in. <laughs> so we'll come guys... back for them later. Wait, hold on. The nerds are moving. <laughs> <laughs> walk, walk in the direction that it would be pointing. Is there a door there? Um, so give me perception checks, all of you. Uh, twenty-six. Nineteen. Twenty-five. Nineteen. So you guys go, and once again, the wheels don't line up. So that they, they're pointing towards the same point, right? And you, you walk that direction. And uh, there are, obviously, there's doors everywhere here, but pretty much right in that area. Ashirian, uh, Roddy, and Haytham, you all see two doors right over there. And Father Becker, you see three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm uh, but I rolled higher. So which of those two doors do you think it is, Roddy? Uh, it's always the left. What'd you yeah. say? Wait, say that again. I think I think the left door out of the two yeah. might. Yeah, 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 we're in agreement on this. Between one. two doors, you always go left. Yes, yeah. but there are three there. What's no, stupid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Wait, no. The third choice is we don't no. do in either of them. No, no don't just turn around and don't leave. Don't humor I, his bullshit. I, there's two doors. I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> literally there's a third door there. How <laughs> look at me. I've got a and special I'll card. Walk up to the door and point at it. Really and, thought and we'd all the, be able to see the door. Like, like they're pointing at their two doors, yeah. and there's a door in the middle of it. Yes, that. it's the door in between the two that you keep talking about. Right, right. Why don't you just open it up, Dan, since you, there's a magical it's door It's got there. the holy symbol of Emeryn on it. It does. I don't know why, honestly, really? I don't know why as, you're so as, disdained about this like, being some weird magical bullcrap. Like, we haven't had that the entire campaign. This is pretty normal, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. Oh, I can see it, too. I just, like, fuck it with him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but you do, as you get close <laughs> enough to it, you actually see that, like, <laughs> scratching to the door is the symbol of Emmerin, and you, it's hard to notice until you get up close. Yeah, the door to Rage is going to be a sewer grate. That's what that's going to be. Silly, it's a clamshell. Oh, sweet. Like a big oyster. Hot chick of a pearl inside of it. I go to it and kind of in wonder, and I trace out the symbol of Emmerin on the door with my finger. 
See, it's right here. It's got the symbol. Yeah, you guys still don't see it. But... <laughs> Ab- abandon hope, all ye who enter <laughs> in. Um, I'll reach out to it and I'll touch my holy symbol to it and see if anything happens. Um, I mean, you think you can just push the door open. Oh, well, that's a lot simpler. <laughs> check for traps. Check for traps. No, 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 hey, no, no. Hey, Ethan. Or, uh, in, Dwarvish Ethan. It, in Dwarvish, it says push. And, <laughs> and he's like, I can't pull it open. It's wedged. I'm thinking of that Farsight comic. It's like so-and-so school for the gifted, and there's a kid pushing on the door, and it's like, this is full. Um, yeah. Ethan, what's the word for friend? I'm going to speak for uh, weird, uh-huh. Weirdly no. enough, it's just friend. Whiskey. <laughs> it's called function, functioning alcoholics. I, I, I push on the door. And the door opens. And as the door opens, the, the other three of you now like see there is a, a doorway there. Well, why didn't you fucking say so? Well, mm, <laughs> I, you know, I ever miss. <laughs> uh. <laughs> massive hangover. I, I say, uh. Hatham, you're a genius. Don't let anyone tell you you're not. No, nobody says I'm not. Oh, well. Oh, man, your family was ripping you back oh, yeah. in the day. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Did you not talk to any of them? Uh, no. Well, oh, man, I talked to all of them. They <laughs> they hated you. I don't care for them, though. So. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. So, um, We're all 12 cousins, really. Fun fact, I'm the lost Rathskeller scion. <laughs> well, why not? It's origin story why? number three, everybody. Here, here it comes. Well, <laughs> all right, so the uh, door is open. You guys see inside, and there is a passageway. All right. Well, I'm supposed to be got time to talk to um, the McGinty's. All right, everyone's looking at me. I, mean, I, can, <laughs> I can hold the door open for a few minutes, I guess, until the time changes, and then. Um, I mean, as, do you guys step inside? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you step inside, and once you get far next, enough inside, the, the next episode begins. The door closes behind you. Oh, that's bad, right? Is that a credit screen? <laughs> I can't read it. It's a dwarvish. <laughs> it leads to a passageway carved in stone, about wide enough Directed for two by of Robert you. Robert D. Wheaton. No, side no. by side. It's just the door closes. The end. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> bump, bump, That's where we're done. <laughs> like the uh, last episode of Alf. Fuck <laughs> oh, um, me. Um, so you guys, I guess. Head on down? Yeah. Sure. Is it, I mean, are we like heading into darkness? Is that yeah, the idea? Yeah, it's completely dark in here. Okay. At this point. All right. Light spell. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah that'll yeah. work. So you guys <laughs> uh, He wants um, to do it. Asherian wants to do it. Asherian can. What's that? Oh, I thought uh, you wanted to. Fight oh, to the uh, death or he gets ball. to cast the cancer. Yep. Ting, ting. I'm, so, I'm still going first in front of the light. Okay. Um. So this is just a basically a straight passageway of fairly smooth stone and it seems to go on for a long time you estimate you travel probably a mile before you begin to see some light up ahead of you light at the end of the tunnel as you reach the end of the tunnel you look down and you see greenery the tunnel ends on a ledge overlooking a lush green valley Uh, based on the treetops you guess the valley to be maybe a mile wide and stretches a little further than you can see four or five miles at least uh, you see little else than the thick foliage. It blocks most of the view. Astonishingly, what stands before you is a dense jungle nestled in between the mountains. The rest of you seem very wary. Father Becker seems oddly at ease. This place is wonderful. Can't you can't you feel the primeval nature of it? Oh, this, I this feel is, some evil, all right. No, this is this is how the world was. This is when it was. This is when it was young. When it was, it, when. Imran was still in power when all four of them were in power and, and what a what a wonderful place. And just then like there is a gigantic roar off in the distance. 
Yes. Ah, Lovely place. They're calling to me. There's no way they could hurt me. They love me. Father Becker, you have a vision. They could hurt me. Three people uh, in a kayak are like a raft. One looks like the father, and there's a son and a daughter. Mm. And uh, their little raft goes over it's a, routine a waterfall. Exp- it's a routine yes. expedition yes. initially, right? And then they <laughs> have a great earthquake. <laughs> the greatest one, like, of all? Yeah, ever uh-huh. known. And then high in the rapids, it mm-hmm. stuck their tiny raft and plunged them down a thousand feet below. Oh, gosh. To a, a land of lost. Was, the land was lost, right? <laughs> yeah, a land of the lost. Yes. It's somehow. You, you get the name... Michael or Marshall? No, that doesn't sound um, right. A, a Bill or a William? A Will and Collie? Definitely a Holly. Yeah, Will and Holly. That's it. Marshall, Will and Holly. Well, if you guys would like to go look for them, you can do so on the next episode of the Adventures Vault Podcast. The, there it living is. Living in the land of the lost. The, uh, the, the, ju- the judge is so waiting to see if there will be more interruption of him trying to give us information. Well, there's, He's more, like, there's more raptors now, you assholes. Like, you cocksuckers. I have been trying to tell you things all adventure, and you keep on blathering like idiots. Magical triceratops, it's happening now. It's too late. Let's do this. All the dinosaurs get DR5 everything. We get down there, it's just full of warthogs. Not warthogs, but like, it's a halo. We're in Blood Gulch. 